2 Kings 20, chapter number 5, power prayer, the load-bearing wall. Power prayer is defined in three distinct areas. It functions, when we talk about this, persistence is the act of perseverance. Power, the possession of control, authority, or influence over others. Prayer, an address or specific petition that requires God's participation. When we think about life, coming out of a storm, coming out of what you've been through in life, it's really difficult sometimes when you feel that you're in a season of celebration and the Lord comes to you and he says, prepare your house because you're getting ready to die. You're not going to live through it. You're not going to make it. You walk into the doctor's office after hearing the Lord speak to you and declare that he's going to make your way straight. He's going to make it plain and he's going to defeat every enemy that has come up against you. And out of nowhere, you get a bad report that completely wipes you out. You get a bad report of death hitting your family. You get a bad report in your health. You, 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 you get a bad report that challenges your faith. You, you're not going to make it. You're not going to be able to pay this bill. and So you're going to lose this house. You're going to lose this car. You're, you're, you're going to lose this job. You, you get a bad report. It's, it's, it's really awful sometimes that God will speak blessing and in the midst of the blessing, the sign of death is upon you. That, that's really painful. It's, it's, it's really not fair. I'm, I'm winning and I'm, I'm doing all the things that I need to do and my life is at stake. <laughs> my destiny is wrapped up in death. When we look at this text here, we were looking at a king, a, a righteous king. His name is Hezekiah in the book of 2 Kings chapter number 20, verse number 5. We're looking at a king, if you look up in the previous chapters, chapter 19, the king of Assyria has just put out an APB that says, I'm going to destroy the land of Judah. Hezekiah now goes to the Lord and he begins to pray. And they go to the prophet and receive the word of the Lord and the Lord comes to him and says, it's not going to happen. I'm going to destroy the king king of Assyria is destroyed God's words come to pass and out of nowhere out of nowhere it says in the days of Hezekiah he became mortally ill and Isaiah the prophet the son of Amor came to him and said to him thus saith the Lord set your house in order for you shall die and not live. After God does a mighty work in the nation, 
he becomes mortally ill. I looked up the word mortally ill, meaning that he is stricken so much in his life with this illness that the doctor said there's nothing else that we can do. Now, now, now when I look at the text, I'm, a, I, 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 I'm really looking at it from the point, I don't believe that God was trying to kill him. I believe that God is simply saying the disease that you have requires death. Come on, uh, come on now, now, now. now I, I believe that God is just being truthful with him. Uh, this, this mortally ill disease that has stricken your body requires that you die. Come on now. There's some things in your life that requires death. Come on now. There's some sicknesses that you have that require death. There's nothing that you can do about it. It's just it's just life. It's just that there's nothing. And even if God wanted to do it, the natural signs say death. <laughs> I need you to prepare your house. Because you're not going to live through this situation, you're 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 not gonna make it, man. You you're not going to make it. But when we think about it, you've got to learn how to persevere. You 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 got to learn how to you've got to learn how to possess the power of God in your life. You you got to learn how to pray even when you hear bad news. But see, death is not bad news. Death is beyond bad news because there's nothing that can fix a report that says you're going to die. And you're so ill. It's eating up your body already. It's the, the sickness requires that you, that you not stay here. So I need you to prepare. Come on now. God is such a loving God that, that he won't allow the report to destroy you before you get things in order. Come on now. He, he's such a gracious God that he's telling him, I need you to get it all in order. I, I need you to get it all in order. But I hear what God is saying. I, I understand what, what, what you're saying. I, I hear the report of the Lord. I, I heard what they told my baby. I, I, I heard what they said. You, you got cancer in your body. But I, I'm declaring that you're going to be healed. I, I, I'm praying and I'm praying. I'm believing God. I'm believing God. But the report says... The circumstance says it, it, it dictated, it, it says that, 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 that you're required to not live. Come on now. And, and Hezekiah had to be frightened. He, he had to be afraid. He, he, he had to be stricken with all type of grief and fear. But the power of prayer can change it. Somebody say the power of prayer. One prayer can turn it around. Come on now. One moment of prayer can turn death into life. But you got to know what the power of prayer is. You've got to know that you've got to begin to be persistent. Come on now. You've got to obtain the power to influence something that is above your head that you cannot control. The report says that you are required to die, but you got to know how to pray. You got to know how to make God responsible for this action. I need to bring God into this. I, I, I need you. You are required. Come on, say God. From this moment, you're required to participate in the death report. Come on now. I need somebody to say it again. God, you're required to participate in the death report. They said I'm going to die. 
You said that I'm going to die. Come on now. You need to turn around to him and say it. Come on now. The power of prayer. He does three things. He, 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 he gets the report. He, he's going to die, Jay Shahana. You're not going to live through it. You, you're going to die. But the power of prayer is, is that he turned his face to a wall. Uh, the, the, the power of prayer, he just didn't turn. He just didn't face a wall. But as he turned and faced the wall, he prayed. Come on now. Somebody say it's time to pray. Come on, somebody say it's time to pray. Come on, somebody say it's time to turn and face a wall and pray. Come on now. I'm not talking about ask. I'm talking about pray like your grandmama used to pray, like your granddaddy used to pray, like they used to pray in the old Baptist church. They used to put that chair in the middle of the aisle and I'm talking about they used to go for it. They used to go at it and they used to pray. They would tune up. They would call heaven down. They wouldn't get up off of their knees until God answered their prayer it's time to turn. One prayer moment can change your life. But if you don't know the power of prayer, you'll take the report. <laughs> Come on, Joy. If you don't know the power of, of, of persistence, you'll, 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 you'll take the prayer. You'll, 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 you'll take it. And, uh, you'll take it. Uh, you'll, you'll take it. Uh, I know that they showed you in the x-ray uh, that, 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 that what they're saying is, is there. It's there. Come on now. Sometimes you got to believe what they're saying is true. And sometimes you got to allow the power of prayer, hallelujah, to make you turn and face a wall, to make you pray, not to, not to the sickness. I got to pray to God because he's the only one that can change this. The doctors can't change it. Medicine can't change it. Oh, Oh, holistic ideas and all of this other stuff can't change it. I need to turn to a wall and pray. Not only do I need to pray, but as I pray, I need to remind him. Come on now. I need to remind Rev, Rev you got it right there. You got the word. You got it. You got it right there. Oh, well, what, 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 what does the next verse say? After he prayed, he said, remember. Come on, what does he say? Read it aloud. Come on, read it real loud. Come on, Reverend. Come on, Dad, read it. Can you, can you see it? Can you read it on your phone? What's it say? Yes. You might have got a what? Come on, mother, say it. Read it. <laughs> that sounds a little self-righteous. That sounds a little arrogant. <laughs> that he didn't pray, God, heal my body. God, I need you to take this sickness away. He reminded God of his walk. He reminded God of his persistence to be truthful, to be righteous in the eyesight of God. How dare you give me a death report and I've been faithful to you? How dare you give me a death report and my life has been righteous and upstanding before you? Sometimes when you turn to the 
the wall and you pray, you got to remind God, you said I'm going to die, but let me remind you. You said that you would never leave me nor forsake me. You said that no weapon formed against me will prosper. You said that you sent your word to heal my disease, but I need to tell you something. I'm reminding you of who you're talking to. You're talking to a righteous man. You're talking to a faithful man. You're talking to a just man. You're talking to a man who's done all the things that you've required of me, and I refuse to take this report. Come on now. The, 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 the power of prayer. He turned and he faced a wall. He prayed and it reminded God. But I need you to look at the text. Come on, that's why you should have your Bible out. Look, look, look at the text. Come on, open your Bible. Come on now. Come on now. You, you can't come here and not have your, your app open. Open your phone and open your Bible and go to 2 Kings 20. Follow me. Listen at this word. Don't just sit there. You got to look at it for yourself. Because some of you have received a death report and you just sitting there. You just sitting in it. And you're allowing it to fester in your system so you don't show up. So you stop giving. So you lose your commitment to God. You turn your back on God. Instead of turning to him, you turn away from him because you mad, upset, acting like God owes you something. But he only owes you something when you remind him of what he owes you. But if you never open up your mouth, if you're going to sit right there and just die, then just die. If you don't want to have the power of prayer, then don't open up your Bible and read the word. But I believe the word of God. I believe the report of the Lord that I shall live and not die. The just shall live by faith. Look at it. Look at it. What stood out to me in this text is not that he prayed. It's not that he turned. But, but, but what stood out to me is what he turned to. Look at it. What did he turn to? turned to a wall. He turned to the wall. He, he turned his face to a wall. As I'm sitting there yesterday morning and, and, and I'm getting ready to just put it all down on paper because I've been studying it all week and I'm sitting there and, and the Lord says, go back and look at the text. And, and this is the white space. I, I'm teaching you the white space. Uh, when you look at the text, he said, and he turned his face to the wall. Now, many of us would overlook the wall. And many of us would shout that he prayed and he reminded God. But look at the white space. He turned to a wall. I begin to say, what is the significance of a wall? What is the significance of a wall? In the spiritual realm, I had already wrote it down on Friday of what the wall meant. But then as I looked at it on Saturday, he said, I need, you, I need you to understand what the natural implications of a wall means. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm sitting there, and I begin to say, a wall, a, a wall. And I begin to think about construction. Come on now. I begin to think about engineering. This is getting ready to bless you. And, and, and as I begin to think about the wall, uh, I called my brother-in-law because I couldn't catch my other guy. And, and I said, what, what is the resemblance of a wall in a house? 
And I said, there's a certain wall. Is, is it called the retainer? He said, oh, you're talking about a load-bearing wall. Yeah. Come on now, that, that hit you right there. That, see, see, you're going to catch it now. He, he didn't just turn to a wall. He turned to a specific wall. Sometimes when you get a death report, you got to know what wall to turn to. You got to know who to turn to. You got to know where it is. You got to know where it's facing. He didn't just turn to a wall, but he turned to the power of a low-bearing wall. Somebody say, I got a low-bearing wall that I'm getting ready to pray to right now. Say it, I got a low-bearing wall that I'm getting ready to pray to right now. The power of a load-bearing wall. When we think about the load-bearing wall, Raymond, the load-bearing wall is a wall that holds the center of attention. It's attached to the top it's attached to the foundation, and it's attached to everything else around it. The, the, the load-bearing wall in the natural, it bears the center of attention of the weight. Come on now. It, it's connected uh, to everything uh, around it. If you remove this wall, everything falls apart. If you remove this wall, everything will break down. I'm getting ready to bless you right now. If you remove me at this time, God, I'm talking about Hezekiah. If you remove my life, everything's getting ready to fall apart because I'm the load-bearing center. I'm the load-bearing grace. I'm the load-bearing anointing. My children need me. This nation needs me. They will fall apart if you take me at this time. The load-bearing anointing that is flowing in your life. Come on now. He tapped into a wall. Come on now. If you take that load-bearing wall out, it's going to cause the roof to cave in. When the roof caves in, that means now that there's nothing protecting it. It's going to cause, if you, if you take that load-bearing wall down, it's going to cause the other walls around it to cave in. Uh, uh, it's going to cause the engineering structural pattern of this house to cave in. If you interrupt the foundation, the wall is going to be messed up because this load-bearing wall is connected to the ground. It's rooted. Come on now. Somebody say, I'm getting ready to pray. I'm ready to turn to a load-bearing wall. Now, just for an example, I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this right here. If you knock this wall out, those two are going to fall properly. Load-bearing wall. If you knock that wall out right there, it's going to make this weak. But the load-bearing wall says, you can knock everything else around it down, but I'll still stand. She liked this. You can knock everything else around me down. But this wall right here ain't falling. This wall right here is going to stand through the sign of death that you just told me. The power of a load-bearing wall, it represents the strength of what may be too weak to stand on its own. Whoa, Rabbi, come on now. There are times in life uh, where you're too weak to stand on your own. 
where you're too weak to just lift your hands. You're just too weak to just to just cry out to God. You cried your last tear. But Corinthians 12, 9 says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Come on now. Hezekiah found his strength by praying through his weakest moment, and he turned to a wall and he prayed. Somebody say, and he turned to a wall and he prayed. The power of a load-bearing wall is that it's strong. <laughs> it's so strong that you literally have to bring something in more powerful than it to destroy it because it was built to withstand anything. It was built to, to withstand any type of pressure. The engineers knew that when they put this wall and they attached the joists and all of that to it and, and everything, they knew that if everything falls around it, on top of it, that the wall will keep standing. We'll be able to come back and build upon this wall. Oh, Rabbi, and build upon this foundation. Hey, I will build my church upon this rock. And the gates of Hades will not prevail against this death report. It's not going to prevail against rebellion in my children. It's not going to prevail through divorce. It's not going to prevail through lack. It's not going to prevail through murder. It's not going to prevail because there's a bearing wall that's here to stand forever. The eternal, everlasting strength of God. Come on now. Somebody say, I got a bearing wall that I'm facing. It's time to pray. Number two, it represents a stronghold. What is the stronghold? Come here, Jay Sean. It represents a stronghold. Number one, it represents strength. It represents a stronghold, a shield of protection from all harm. This ain't going to harm me. This thing ain't taking me out. I'm not getting ready to sit here and stress myself out about this. I'm not getting ready to sit here and run. I'm going to stay right here. Uh, come on now. I'm going to stay right here. Come on, somebody. Say, I'm getting ready to stay right here. I'm going to stay. Come on, say it with confidence. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to stay right here until my change comes. I'm going to stay right here until it happens. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to push until something happens. I'll be persistent until something happens. I'll pray until something happens. I'll praise until something happens. I'll persevere until something happens. I ain't leaving here. I'm getting ready to create a stronghold within this bearing wall. This load bearing wall. Come on now. Psalms 18.2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God and my rock in whom I take refuge. He's my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Come on, say this wall is my stronghold. It's my resting place. It's my fortress. It's my refuge. Come on now. 
Hezekiah created a refuge of protection around himself. And he turned his face to the wall and he prayed. Come on now. Somebody say he prayed. Come on, somebody say he turned his face to the wall. Not only did he just turn his face to the wall, but he understood that the low-bearing wall became his stronghold. I'm not talking about an evil stronghold. I'm talking about a refuge that protected him. A refuge that says, I'm going to stay at this wall. I'm going to pray right now in Jesus' name that you hear the sound of my voice. The power of a low-bearing wall, number three. It represents the stability or stress. That's why it's called a load-bearing wall. Because it's taking on all of the stress from everything else. Think about it. You're trying to give up. And you're the load-bearing wall. You've been assigned to take the stress for your generation. You've been assigned to take the, the, the stress of your marriage. You, you've been assigned to be the leader that relieves the stress from your co-workers and you're trying to run away. You don't understand that the power of prayer when you learn how to pray you begin to take on the low bearing anointing that keeps it all together, that holds it all together, that keeps it in place. You take on the stress some days as a father that I want to throw the towel in and say don't ask me to fix nothing else but my wife understands I'm going to dump it on you I'm going to bring it right to your plate. Baby, can I have a break? Yeah, but I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. When am I going to get a break? You're not going to get a break because you've got an anointing that knows how to bear a load, that knows how to take the stress. You are the stabilizing agent in your house. You're the stabilizing agent in your generation. And you wonder why it always falls on you because you're the load-bearing wall. I wonder why nobody else has the responsibility like I do. Because you're the low-bearing wall. And when you're going through, you got to know how to pray to the wall. You gotta know how to pray to your strength. You gotta know how to pray in the anointing and allow this low-bearing wall to destroy the yokes of the death report. It bears the weight, it bears all the weight and the burden from top to bottom. You're wondering why the load is so heavy on your son. I wanna free my family. I wanna do so well. Nobody else is being attacked but you. Nobody else is crying but you. Nobody else is suffering but you. Nobody said thank you. Nobody said appreciation. Nobody's patted you on the back. Nobody calls you during the week. And I had a conversation with, with, with my Paul mentor. And he began to ask me about ministry. And I said, I said, there were moments in ministry where Friday and Saturday I became so depressed 
I'm talking about depressed, where I did not want to show up here because I'm like, this just ain't working, God. It ain't ain't working, man. And they ain't paying attention. They're laughing at me. They're talking about me. They they think I'm stupid. What am I going to do? But when you've been called to be a load-bearing wall, you got to take on the good and the bad. You got to take on the stress of carrying things. You got to take it on for your family. But here it is. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. I believe Hezekiah walked in that room and he turned and he faced the wall and he said, my labor will not be in vain. That what you promised me, I've got to stay here and see it come to pass. Ah, my stronghold, I need you to be my strength right now. He not only prayed, but he prayed to a wall. Some of us need to turn to a wall today. Some of you need to find the load-bearing anointing in your life and begin to pray with strength. Persevere. Be persistent. Before, before he could literally finish the prayer, Isaiah comes back and says, God said that I'm going to add. I'm getting ready to add 15 more years to your life. And in three days, ah, come on now, in three days, uh, it's all going to be gone. But you just told me that I'm going to die. Sometimes the power of prayer can turn a no into yes. Come on now. I know y'all heard me talk about it before where no is no. But sometimes the power of prayer, when you got a low-bearing anointing in your life, it can change your rabbi, the report that God is giving you. The doctor said that you're going to die. The court says you're going to lose this house. Uh, the repo man says, I'm coming to get the car. Hey, Rabbi, they told somebody, you're not going to be able to go to school because you ain't got enough money. You can't start the business. You can't get the loan. You can't do this. You can't do this. I know what the report says, but I'm getting ready to turn and face a wall and pray to the right wall. A low-bearing wall is getting ready to stabilize my situation. It's getting ready to become my stronghold. It's getting ready to strengthen me and God is going to give me good news. The power of prayer. How many of you are in a situation right now where the report says that you won't make it? Lift your hand. Come on now. Lift your hand. It might be emotionally. It might Whatever it might be. Oh, y'all got it all together? Y'all good? Y'all lying. Stop lying. Lift your hand now. Don't sit there and act like you got, you don't lift your hand. All right, time out. If you don't want to lift your hand, then don't ask God to provide. Because see, that's the problem. We're so prideful.
did you just hear the anointing come out of my life and you're not responding to it? What is wrong, Rock Church? Lift your hand and pray. You don't sit on the anointing. You don't sit on the grace of God and act as if your situation is just that cute that it's not giving you a bad report. Come on now. This ain't a lie. It's all truth. It's true that the report says that you are to fall apart. The report says that you should not be smiling. The report says that you should not still be alive. The report says that you should not still be standing. The report says that God didn't have to forgive you. I'm getting ready to come right down your aisle. The report says that he didn't have to die on the cross, but he did. The report says that he don't have to love you after all you've done, but I love you unconditionally. The report says that my life is full of hell, that I made too many mistakes, and God can't forgive me, but he's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. He's a righteous God. He's a holy God. Hey, he He's a redeeming God. I know what the natural report says, but the load-bearing wall says differently. Cast all of your cares upon me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Come on now. Cast them on me. I need you to put your hand like you're praying to a wall. Stand on your feet right now and face a wall. Face a wall and put your hand on the wall. Symbolically, follow my lead in the name of Jesus. I prophesy now in Jesus' name. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? I said, follow me. I said, follow me. Follow me. Get out of your seat and put your hand on the wall and begin to pray, 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 pray. 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 The scripture says... He turned to a wall and he prayed, I rebuke death now. I'm reminding you, I've been faithful. I've been upright. I've done all that you've asked me to do. And I believe the report of the Lord that I shall see. I shall see the good of the Lord. I shall see the reward of the Lord. I shall remain confident in all that you've called me to do, God. In Jesus' name, if you take me out, my children are going to fall. If you take me out, now this wall is gonna fall if you take me out now my generations will not see the blessing of God so I need you Lord to remember me say it remember me come on say it 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 out of your mouth shall flow rivers of water